Hey. Good to go. It's still Wednesday. You betcha. But we're lying and saying it's the week after. Goddamn right. Here we go. Oh, hi. You're listening to Service from Hell, a podcast featuring people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out and all the good, bad, and infinitely irritating things that go along with that work. I'm actor and writer Kate Gaffney, and I'm uniquely qualified to discuss this as I used to work at a very busy and very popular comedy club in Los Angeles. And at least one of you listening right now has probably grabbed me and told me you were ready to order when I was running around like a crazy person. So let's eat. You think I'd have this memorized by now. I'd like to welcome our guest, LA-based film composer. Whoa, go back. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy. Here we go. I'd like to welcome back our guest, LA film composer, music producer, podcast host, and creative director, Joanna Ketcher. You can catch Joanna's full bio on demand right now and uh, go back and listen. She's got a lot of things going on. She's awesome. I better know Joanna from her being a bully. And that's really where we're leaving that. So we're back for week two with Joanna Ketcher. Okay. The last story we ended with was you were moved from Porter. uh, No, you were moved from the lobster shop, the (laughs) fancy, the fancy restaurant to Porter and Stout because they were like, no, (laughs) ma'am, not on my watch, (laughs) not on my watch, never again. No. And you had gone from being not really enjoyed by the cooks because you didn't know what 86 was Mm -hmm. to (laughs) being beloved because you were working for 1077. The, what was the... The end. Was, 1077. The 1077. End. The end. And because of that, they were like, wait a minute. You can get t-shirts. You yeah. can get swag. Yeah. So did you come in with swag? Yes. I think there were there were people with whom we were friends. And so we would bring them CDs and shit. And then the, the cook saw us doing it. And they were like, can I get one of those CDs? And I was like, well, well, well. Look who's got <laughs> Look- something to say. <laughs> Huh. Oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah. You think I can get that side of ranch now, Kyle? <laughs> can you put down the meth for five seconds, Kyle? <laughs> Seriously, Kyle. Jesus. I mean, the cooks, though. Uh, okay, so you, how long do you last at Porter and Stouts? Oh, heavens to Betsy. I'll tell you what, probably <laughs> under a year. I mean, really? like, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember. Wait, was it because you broke up with your girlfriend? Uh, no, it's because we, I, we were miserable there. It was like just a hard job. Yeah, I, we just didn't. I hated it. And I would rather have been doing anything else in the oh. world. And I mean, probably like four months. Oh, that, that's it. Yeah. OK. Or five months or something like that. But you were just a server there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just. Yeah. I needed a server. Yep. Huh. So you were the you were low person. I was the lowest of low. And also, yeah, we were under we were under 20. And so we couldn't make any money tips on um, on alcohol because we couldn't carry alcohol to tables. So you wouldn't be tipped off of booze. You'd just be tipped off of food. That's right. Would there be two separate receipts then? How did that work? It was. Well, we just uh, if they were if a table was drinking alcohol, we just wouldn't we wouldn't be able to serve them. Oh, actually, there was a there was a section like an underage oh. anybody who was seated in like X section was under twenty one yeah and we and that was fair game to us but so anyone you couldn't else, even wait on tables that had a booze going right to them. right oh that is yeah that sucks yeah <laughs> so wait stupid. I'm trying to think of it for the places where I served before I was twenty one I definitely brought booze to tables I'm wondering how that worked they probably just didn't care it was well a it's again I mean uh, Tacoma adjacent cities in washington it was the wild west you know 
Well, yeah, that's why I'm Who saying knows? it's weird that they enforced it. Yeah. Oh, so maybe you technically weren't allowed to work, and they were like, "Well, we'll let them work. We just let them work in that section." Yeah, that's so interesting. It's like yeah. having a smoking and a non-smoking section. Yeah, totally. Like, that's the legal. That's section. always interesting on the plane. Smoking and non-smoking on the plane. I'm like, it's it's one metal tube, is it not? So it turns out, yeah. also in a restaurant. Yeah, I mean, it's one building. Yeah, like we're all in the same room. That's right. It's not like the smoke is like, oh, I can't go over there. <laughs> I won't be doing that then. <laughs> ridiculous okay so yeah. you that was your porter sets was your least favorite correct and that was just because the money was bad and the cooks were shitty the money was the money was bad the cooks were shitty it was a kind of a kind of a hike from where i was living and yeah and i i and frankly like i wanted to be making out with uh, my best friend slash girlfriend <laughs> which you'll find later is a theme in many of these restaurant uh, related many uh, uh, many a restaurant romance yeah yeah okay so that's your okay that's your least favorite what's the weirdest thing you've been asked to do whilst you were on the clock yeah uh well i so when i was working for 1077 the end the end they would send us out in these like huge like like wrapped basically suburbans that had it was just like in if you could see if you could find the suburban you could like go go to it and like talk to us and we would like give you at least we would give you like the the, the station like sampler of like the new shit that was coming out yeah. um but there was it wasn't even weird it was just like there were two bikes for the station that were like also branded and we would just like they were like the modulators are going to be like in uh whatever whatever park you know and we would just like go right around and if people could find us we would like give them sometimes we would like give people skateboards and shit because there were all these kind of sponsors and stuff that's awesome yeah it You're was like red Santa Claus. yeah it was it was pretty fun and honestly we would just like <laughs> text our friends and be like we're gonna be at this park just so you know <laughs> so if you want to get in on this come on down that is so fun i'm trying to think the weirdest thing though god i'm sorry i feel like i should figure this out quickly well it's because you you know you listen every week yeah you no totally mm-hmm. totally totally mm-hmm. can i can we come back to that one yeah What's an incident that ever made them ask to speak to your manager at any of these jobs? Was there ever a moment where they were like, no, we're not dealing with you. <laughs> let me speak to Marianne. Oh, my whatever. God. So many times a blockbuster. Really? Constantly. Wait, why? Because you were a baby. Yeah, because I was 15 and they yeah. were like, you don't know what you're doing. And I was like, that is absolutely right. <laughs> Accurate. <statement, laughs> that is actually. absolutely correct. <laughs> I'm sure that there are are others but i mean i feel like it happened a lot at blockbuster and they were like we can we speak to your manager and i was like please yeah please speak. actually i was like i was really it was really important to me to do a good job and so anytime everybody wanted to speak to anyone who wanted to speak to the manager i was like fucking sweating yeah same. bullets you know yeah mm-hmm. that can actually really mess up a, yeah it's it's tough so what would you it, it, so they want to speak to the manager was it usually about the fines and bullshit that like yeah that you and, had to enforce. You know, like when you think back to when you're a kid and you have no confidence because you don't know anything. Sure. And you're just like, well, whatever that older person says is probably the thing. And the yeah. way they're acting is totally appropriate. Because they're know? the adult. Because so. they're they're the... Where are you from? Ohio. Adult. I know. I don't know when I started saying it like that. Probably when you became an adult. <laughs> Am I right? Probably. Hey. Probably. <laughs> Good night. <Amen. laughs> Tip your server. <laughs> this one. <laughs> Podcast over. Thank you for being here, Joanna. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so what you, before you made fun of me, what were you talking about? We were talking about how, uh, when I was a blockbuster, I would be, people would ask to see the manager all okay. the time. So yeah. was that, is that the only incident? Can you think of like one, like kind of frightening experience where you were like, Ooh, I might get fired. You seem like that's not your vibe. There was, um, there was one time when I was working for the radio station when, 
we were late. We would have these things called end sessions where you would bring like, you know, a band. It was basically like an acoustic session of like whatever touring band was coming through. How fun. It was really fun. And like, you know, kids would win tickets to go see it, you know, because they would call the station or whatever. Um, and I think we were late to one of these events. And it was I was driving the Suburban and I was driving. I was driving like the morning team, like the morning team DJs. Why can't I talk? DJs. The morning team DJs. Um <laughs> And I was like steadfast and going the speed limit. My hands were 10 at two. And um, one of the DJs was like, we're going to need to get there faster. You got to hurry up. And I was like, I won't break the law. Like I was such a little fucking goody two shoes. Which is insane. If you knew me and rode in my car, I'd love to break the law. I'd love to speed. Absolutely all the time. As often as possible. Certainly. But like for some reason, I was just like, no, sir. Yeah. And they, I got, I caught a lot of shit for that. They were like, well, I guess we can't ask Joanna to do it because blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just want, I don't want to break the law. Help. You know, I'm five. Yeah. But really, there was never. Yeah, that's it's that's boring that there's no stories. But um, I'm sh- I'm sure there will be more that I can will think of as as tomorrow. we go okay. on yeah. <laughs> when we're not interviewing for episode three. Three. Here we go. Okay. So, do you think it's weird the amount of power that customers wield now? Because you worked in customer service, sort of the pre Yelp era right so because of like yelp and google reviews kind of tanking businesses i mean they're not necessarily doing that as much now but do you think it's kind of crazy the power that they wield or do you think it's a reasonable amount to be able to express their opinions about how things go have you did you work for a place that was like negatively affected by you really my job was negative yeah like they would they would read yelp reviews and if you were named in them it decided how many shifts you would get holy fucking Mm -hmm. shit yep i was never involved that heavily like you know and anything like that and i always looked i was like oh that's cool it's a community and you can say but yeah i mean it's like fucking people gang up and they're just like (laughs) sarah in shoes was a real bitch you know yeah no i think it's on the one hand i think it's like an interesting way for people to be held accountable when they're actually being pieces of shit see this is the thing but on the other hand i mean it's such a platform for you know sort of like diabolical community members to just shit all over you and then you're screwed you know well and it's my point with this is always like i I mean super high end i guess fine dining they're not i mean they do have online reviews but it's less important it's sort of whatever the hot restaurant is at the time Mm -hmm. but by the time you're serving or bartending at those places that's your career like you're doing this at that level five star sommelier or you want to go to the michelin restaurants because you care right that stuff follows you for your entire career i don't Mm. think people understand like your resume goes with you but so do your reviews and it's like oh you just had a bad night one night and you wanted to take it out online on this person and now their career is affected that's really interesting i you know like yeah people who are who are really like who are restaurant tours yeah restaurant tours and and yeah like michelin star um i i guess i like i didn't know that or think about that that like they would be but of course they would you know yeah, it's a, well, it only came to light recently when I was thinking like these celebrities who are wilding out on these employees and like mm-hmm. getting them in trouble. And I'm like, yeah, they could get fired over that. And then then when they get called for a reference, it's like, oh, no, yeah, they really were. Anyway. OK, but yeah. do you, so do, how do you feel about that in general? Like you think it's a, it could be a community. It could be good. But yeah, it's, it's like everything where, like it's, everything. you know, it's like, like it could be a, it, it could be a, it's it's abused, you know, yeah, it is. Okay, well, the next question wouldn't make sense for you because I was going to ask about a Yelp review, but you wouldn't have had to deal with that. What is the last straw that got you out of it? Was there ever a job where you were like, flip a table, 
I'm out. <laughs> or have you mostly gracefully exited? There have been so there have been a, there have been a lot of times where I wanted to. Oh, I just remember. Another, here's the thing. There are a lot of like odd jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so many fucking odd jobs. Like mm-hmm. I was playing like in the pit orchestra and percussion section in Tacoma when they were doing Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. You couldn't read music and you were accompanying a musical where you had to know the music. Tacoma. Washington. I'm sure you didn't suck there, though. I'm sure you didn't get to play a B when it was a D or whatever. Like, well, the the, the melodic elements are less frequent there in the uh, <laughs> percussive arts. Um, but I will say, I mean, but you know, aside from like you know your marimbas and what have you, but like, um, <laughs> what? Yeah, I did a lot. I did a lot of improvisation that seemed to work within the confines. Mm-hmm. I'm certain that the director was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what's, what's happening, happening over the corner, there, <laughs> but we're too far into the production, <laughs> so let's just ride it out. Joseph's coat is on his body at this stage. <laughs> yeah. We got to keep going. Joseph's in the back of the stage. He's doing push-ups. He's ready to do his whole thing. <laughs> let's just bring her on down. Yeah. Um, the weird. I I feel like the weird. The weirder things that happened were the like odd jobs that I have when I first moved to New York. Because you'll do anything at this. Yeah. And a lot of, yeah, I mean, like, sorry, I don't want to derail your. Keep going. Uh, one of the first, it was like when Craigslist was really ripping, you know, it was like 2004 is when I first got there. And, um, I was looking for jobs that had anything to do with like sound or live music or anything. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, I'm sure I can figure it out. You know what I mean? But I got a job doing like the like live sound basically at this comedy club, which was in the basement of it was like by the Bowery. It was like on Bowery and Fourth Street or something like that. Don't worry. It's the cellar now. Don't worry, everybody. It's, it's fine. It's absolute. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called uh, the Hollywood Improv. <laughs> yeah. They had one in New York. Um but uh i um (laughs) god wow this is all coming back basically the dude who posted the ad it was a situation where like i got back from class i was looking at at craigslist the ad just went up it was like we need live sound for tonight can you do it and i like it was up for like two minutes and i called the guy and the guy was like awesome yeah come down he sounded manic on the phone and i was like cool this is gonna be a fun adventure you know (laughs) turns out turns out so I went down there and he was like, yeah, this is awesome. And he was just like, he kept like doing it. And Coke I was knows. like, all right, bro. And, and, um, but I had no idea. Of I course. would have never thought, yeah. you know, I was like, why I'm from the Northwest where trees are used only for wood, for <laughs> building homes for families, you know? And when we say powder, we mean talcum powder. <laughs> and we mean snow. <laughs> snow. Yeah. Um, but he was like, this job is fucking sick. You know what I mean? It's like, it's really easy. Oh, they pay you in cash. You can buy your drugs with, with your cash cash you buy your drugs with your cash and it's just like under the table it's so chill it's so chill and i was like rad and like he left and he was fine um but literally everything was broken like nothing and i didn't really know how to troubleshoot anything because i was like just starting my music technology adventure you know so it was like a lot of i was freaking out and sweating my ass off and then there was a comedian who was simulating the sound of sex by using uh, deli meat slices of ham. And it was like a little watery and you put it right up to the mic and he'd always be like, sound, can you turn this up sound? Can we get a little more of the slapping sound? Can you crank that up? It was just like, it was a lot of jobs like that. Like basically take that and like scatter it over, you know, a couple years, years you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Also, I was, of course, thrilled by it i thought it was yeah. so funny and weird i was like this is so fucking bizarre and i'm certain that i could like get heroin in the next room over if yeah. i want you know what i mean <laughs> sneeze and someone Abs- brought it to me right right yeah. 
That's comedy clubs, baby. Totally. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I got fired from that for some probably because i didn't know what i was doing you probably because you weren't doing drugs no truly i'm not making a that's joke that's probably here. true yeah because yeah, they don't want to narc and they're yeah. like if you're not joining in yeah. you're probably calling somebody yeah. no thanks <laughs> you go where oh no 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 no, no. <laughs> sorry uh yeah. okay so that but was there like a moment where you were like this probably would have been pre-LA when you were like, I've got to step out on my own. I have to be done with these jobs. I really can't do another day. Or did you not stay in it long enough to have that? I really can't do it another day. I mean, this isn't like, it's not that great of a story, but basically I was, when I was doing audio post, I was working in New York at, I'd worked at several studios in New York and um, yeah, I'm sure that he's not listening and whatever, but like one of my bosses was just a, absolute shit show of a human just mm-hmm. a truly like he i don't know i can't I, f- I feel like bad going into it but basically like the way that he acted the way that he treated clients what the way that he would talk about them behind their back like mm-hmm. it was just gnarly and disgusting and yeah i was i think it was like an amalgamation of all of that bullshit that i was like you know what i feel like i could do this better if i was by myself and on my own i think and that's when I asked that, you know, the client to come with me and then they did. And then that kept me afloat for the year or whatever. Yeah. But as far as like, <laughs> I don't know, like as far as like dance for us, Bo, it like there was nothing specific <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Have you ever told a customer to, to like F off or get out of your face or it just, just doesn't strike me as how you are, but. No, I told my mom to fuck off once and that was the scariest day of my life. Yeah, uh, I bet. Because your mom's adorable. I'm she certain. is perfect. Yeah. She is perfect. Don't even say her name. Yeah. Um, doing it. No, I I didn't, but I can get, I mean, some sometimes the filtration system doesn't work exactly right and the sarcasm seeps through in a way that's not okay. Not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't suffer fools. You're very nice, but you don't suffer fools. So I can see you being like, no, no, Joanna doesn't have time for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I nothing sticks out. See, this is where it's boring. Where I'm just like, yeah. well, it was okay. I don't know. Um, well, the and, whole episode is bad, and, so we're good. It's and, in alignment with how you've been the whole. A hundred percent. And okay, yes, understanding, like extremely privileged, and I'm well aware of that. But like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Because I feel like you ha- you got out of customer service early enough and then started working for yourself. You didn't actually have the luxury to tell anyone to like kiss your ass. <laughs> no. Because once you start working for yourself, you're like, sure. Yes, everything's good. <laughs> Everything. I'm doing great. A hundred percent. You have to. Absolutely. Okay. Would you like to do this? I'd love yes. to do that. Yes, please. I'd love sir, to do have a another. fucking 25th revision on your, yeah. on your thing. When you yeah. paid for two. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Feels really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many bot? Well, this... I mean, I guess when you were bartending, kind of, but have there ever been any bodily fluids on you whilst you were working? (laughs) (laughs) Mine or someone else's? Good. That answers that. Okay. Uh, Do you tip? Of course. What? This is, I love that everyone gets surprised by this. How much? What's your, what's your range? At least 20%. Okay. What changes it? Uh, If I can give more money. That's it. Uh, and, and also like, I don't know, my dad and my mom set the tone for being like very good tippers Mm -hmm. and like also, oh, uh, if, if I like go out to breakfast, I tip more because like I know traditionally like breakfast items are really cheap and so then the bill isn't that much and then you gotta like. That is the most thoughtful response ever. It's disgusting. I I don't tip more at breakfast and I'm, I worked in it. (laughs) Damn. It's just like, you know, your fucking dinner entree is like 25 bucks and like breakfast is like. 12 or something wow that was always a thing so you compensate for that 
I try to if, when I remember to. Yes. Oh, you're a hero. Thank you. Uh, when are, where are the body Wow, buried? Kate Gaffney, okay. you like me, and it is recorded. I mean, it's on the It's mic. on here. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. I don't get a lot of guests. I'm oh. really pretty desperate. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you ever change in the way that it goes down? So you're, if your base is 20%, is there ever an incident or a moment where you're like... I've done it. Okay, why? Uh, if they're... The problem is like, okay, why? If they're just fucking assholes. If okay, what does that mean? It means that that they um, see now. Okay, here's the thing. Like, I feel like now it was. It's less. It's like it's like Joanna 1.0 sort of like did, but like basically like in situations with with people in service, it's like what the fuck do they have going on in their life right now that they're like dealing with? And I'm sorry that they are not like super stoked to be serving you you know what i mean so like i try to think about that if there's an experience that's not great you know that wouldn't i would but there are times where like it usually comes out of like if i'm having food with like my parents or something and they're not treating my parents like if they're not cool or they're being dicks or they're you know my parents are 80 so like they can't if they can't hear or they need repeating or something like that that servers have been shitty to them for that yeah that makes me fucking mad. That's the kind of shit that like that's abuse. And I'll I'll actually follow you to your car after yeah. that. Don't you, oh I don't yeah that's also my you, parents are they're 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 docile humans you know what I mean they're they're they're, they're also they're humans. They're yeah humans yeah wait has that really happened where a server's been like like snippy with them because they couldn't hear a couple times Fuck. yeah my dad can't hear in one ear and he'll tell the server that and then the server kind of like won't make any adjustments which whatever I understand it's like a, a loud restaurant or whatever but I think like in situations where I'm like why wouldn't you like i've been in customer service like you need to be like just be a person just be a good person that's it full stop the whole start there you know yeah well and i can't imagine again it's kind of like what we were talking about last week i can't imagine a scenario in which my terrible day my just utterly terrible day would would trump my ability to be empathetic to a human being who's like hey here's this vulnerable thing about me i can't hear out of this ear like i can't imagine i'd be so riled up and mired in my own bullshit yeah that i'd be like okay cool so i'm gonna start talking like this yeah I can't really- fuck off yeah like why are you doing that work then i know i know it's just it's it's odd or like i think i think there are situations where i feel like i'm bothering you know oh i hate that and it's typically when like something like maybe something from the order had been forgotten and so i have to be like hey i'm sorry you know and they're like Ugh. and then they get bothered and i'm like listen there's a reason they might come in you know yeah, yeah um but yeah i it's it's i don't i don't remember when i've ever adjusted it down oh but okay it's, it's happened you know so you, but you can think of incidents where your parents were treated rudely and you were like, nah. Yeah. And like, I mean, like they're like highlight life incidents. They're like, it's like once or twice that yeah, I can think of. Yeah. You know what I mean? But enough that it's like, yeah, yeah, that would, that would really upset me. Yeah. Do you ever straight up like do the thing that the servers hate where you just will leave change because you're <laughs> mad? <laughs> no, okay. uh, I no, And if I don't no. sorry. What if I come um, at your table crazy hot and I never get nicer? And I'm like, what do, what do you want? 
And that's how I'm speaking to you. I think probably at that point, I would engage you in conversation as much as possible to just kind of be like, how are you? What's happening? Yeah. That's usually like where I go. If someone's being a dick, I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know? And does it soften them usually? Sometimes. Or they'll be like, fine, you know, without looking up fine or, you know, and I'm just like, okay, well, that's how that's going to go. But it does, it kind of just makes me want to know what's going on. So I, I, I'll pick at it a little bit. Yeah. It's tough because having worked at a club where the, it was turn and burn and you had to get 150 drinks out in under two hours, it was such chaos there. I I had very low bandwidth to be nice and I hated it because it's not my homeostasis it would just be like what do you want what do you want what do you want what do you want yeah and then be pissed when they wouldn't tip and it's like well yeah. I treated them like it was a fucking factory well you're set up to fa- fucking yes, fail there yes you are yes you are every second of every shift that's anyway. awful great use of the word homeostasis I, I do like to use it and it's you. so rarely have an opportunity to it's do so <laughs> It's so. under it's underutilized. Yeah, it's really okay. really well done. Is there ever a situation in which you would or have you ever fully walked out of a restaurant and been like this is no longer even going to continue. I'm not even going to get to the stage where I can tip you. A hundred percent. That case. usually happens when I sit down and like it's been 15 minutes and no one comes over. You know what I mean? And usually like I'll if if that happens, like I'll stand up and walk over to someone and be like, hey, can we grab a couple menus or whatever? But yeah, that's happened. More often than not, though, <laughs> I'll sit down uh, with someone and it just won't. The vibe's wrong. That's a real thing. Doesn't feel good. That's a real thing. You know, I'm just like, this is not, this doesn't feel right. And then we'll, and then we'll head out. I'm going to ask a sad question. Don't answer this if you don't want to. Okay. But you, please be honest if you okay. can be. Do you ever feel like that's at all related to your, like, gen or your sexual preference? Like, has that ever played a role into it, do you think? <sighs> My sexual preference. Which is dogs. It's so a choice. when you bring in it your dog. It's a choice. Um, yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think. I mean, you can't think of a moment where you're like, because I am a lesbian, X is happening. I don't think so. I mean, I'm I'm sure that it's happened, but like I've been fortunate in that, like I've lived in you know large cities where there's a bunch of people rolling around who look just like me. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. So like I to the listening audience, uh, Joanna looks like a quarterback. Um, <laughs> she's actually wearing a helmet. She has on um, the fucking full uniform and cleats. So um, in case anyone wondered what an Let's LA go Ravens. Les- yeah. <laughs> and she normally sounds like that. Love she's changed coach. the register of her voice <laughs> for this whole interview. I love that. I'm glad. I'm actually really glad that you don't can't think of a pressure like a moment where you're like, this is a hundred percent related. And that's kind of a way to get through that. I, I think, think you know, I think more like when I go when I go to gay bars that are like just gay boy like gay boy gay bars. I lesbians can get shitty treatment in situations. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I've definitely like I've definitely been you know, Ignored you're, just, fully. you're not gonna drink. You're not but it's it's you know when mm-hmm. you're going in there. But also that's not an excuse, but it's also just to just set your expectation to be realistic. And you not know? be mad because yeah. you're like, I know what's going to happen yeah. here. And I made a choice to go into a place that's not mine, you know? I, I take issue with that, but I get I, um, I do too. I do too. Yeah. I do too. But it's also like... You get it. I, I As I was saying it, it was, so there's a place, there's a place in the corner a couple blocks away that is... They host drag shows, basically. And I think the clientele is is basically, it's basically Mexican. Um, and when my partner and I were together, I was like, oh, we should, we should fucking go in. That looks amazing. And they're like, that's not for you. You can't go in there. Wow. And I was like, I can't? And they were like, nope. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. I Who was something. it that you asked? Who's something. the they that you asked? Oh, my, my ex. Oh, you, uh, oh, okay. So that, like, your ex already lived in this area and they knew We were that's... living together here. Oh, yeah, oh, we were oh. just driving home. 
Oh, and, and they just like, knew yeah. that's not for you. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, this makes me sound like a fucking idiot. And it's, it's, I mean, I don't think it makes you sound like an idiot. I think it's honest. It's, it's, I, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like if we're getting into weird territory, I'll, no, there's nothing weird. I was just thinking about there's, there's so few like specifically lesbian bars left in the country. This is so may or may or not know. No, I did know. And I wanted yeah. to bring this up because, yeah. um, this lovely human whose name is escaping me. Where's my brain? You got it. Just opened in Portland. The only, uh, I think it's lesbian and female sports only get played at this particular Shut sports bar. Your fucking beautiful I th- face. I'm, I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm gonna have to look. I just read about it because they got highlighted in some magazine because uh, I think she identifies as a woman. So I'm gonna feel like an asshole. I have to look all this up. Ah, please forgive me, but I want to highlight it. I'll put it in the show notes. But I can't think of the name. But I just read about it. Anyway, I think it's in Portland, and yeah. it's I think it's lesbian, and it's only showing female sports. And I, it's just supposed to be like real female empowerment that sounds, shit. that sounds uh familiar also like i wish you knew the name because i know i'll look it up I'll, to know if i know this person i'll put it in the show notes okay because you probably do because you're from um okay we all know each other yeah you do well Every all the lesbots all the lesbots know all the lesbots yeah. yeah why do you think that is real quick <laughs> this i'm making this podcast about 67 things we're never gonna get through this why but why, why do you think that there's so few lesbian bars why do the homosexuals know each other oh <laughs> why do uh, all why do all the gays hang out yeah no, what why do you think that there's so few <sighs> That's a great question. I don't really yeah. know the answer. I think I don't know. I feel like there's probably there's there's likely like a historical significance to like That's the ratio would, of yeah. you know. Um, Why didn't you come here as a historian? I'm really annoyed. Well, I was a know? history minor. Okay, great. I wasn't. I wasn't. No. Um, uh, and I also went to NYU. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, that's a good that's a good question though. There's the have you watched the documentary that's out? No, but I've heard that it's super sad but amazing. Yeah, and, I yeah. haven't I have not because I I don't want to support my community, but um That's no. good. I get it. I'd I'd love to watch it, especially because there's Henrietta Hudson. There are a couple right in, in, in New York that I would frequent, you know. And yeah, so many um so many so many memories, you know. Well, yeah. bless you. Yeah. That's a good time. We're having fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tell me about so we we do. We have fun. Tell me about the worst customer you've ever interacted with or an mm. archetype of who the worst customer would be. Cooks uh, don't count. A real uh, a person who comes at you from a place of I know what your job's about, like I get it. Ooh, but I do just like and they 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 will do their very best to like speak your language and then like a like a passive aggressive person who pretends to know what the fuck they're talking about and what and you know what i mean 10 times out of 10 yeah when people would come into the comedy club where i used to work and be like girl i get it i used to do it i got you 100 percent of the time they net they would not tip i'm telling you one hundred percent of the time that by the time i heard that speech like the fifth time i was like I know what's about to happen here. Uh-huh. Like, and then it became whatever. Uh-huh. But like, yes, that sense of like, I've never heard it said like that, but I know what your job's about. I get, look, Ooh. I get it. And I have that. I mean, there, there are clients who I work with now who they'll talk to me. It almost borders sometimes on like mansplaining with, with, if I can use that word. You sure can. Um, they'll be like, okay, so when you go to the dominant seven here, I think what we should be doing is, uh, you want to go to the relative minor. Okay, so that's going to be uh, a third down from the top. I'm like, dude. Please stop. Just say what the fuck you want. Yeah. I, you Use know, your words. It's, it's so odd because sometimes I think I think the intention is good. You know, I think they're trying to relate and trying to do Speak their best. Their language. Totally. Yeah. But it's so it's funny because I've spent so much time um, learning to 
understand what people mean when they're like, can you make the sound like a little bit more, a little more blue, like a little more blue green, you know? I'm oh, like, hell totally. Know. You know, but just you, like, yeah, translating their language. Right, right. And it's just, but I think, yeah, and in, in your context where it's like, girl, I've been there. I know you're busy. When you get a free second, can I get just like a seven and seven and honestly, like take your time. But at the same time, I am at table seven and I do need to head out. So if you could do it. <laughs> Quickly, I, girl, and I would totally appreciate it. You can you cash me out? Me out? And I, I don't. You just got sat ten times. Yeah, I'm out. so sorry. I don't have any cash on me now, but I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back, and I, I got, got you. you. Oh, I got you, Joanna. <laughs> Why is it always the same fucking phrase? It makes me. Oh, yeah, crazy. It is funny though. It, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I feel like they um, they, they're just like circumventing an entire obstacle course by being like, I've been where you've been. I get it. <laughs> Like, you're like, what do, do you, you want? Yeah. yeah. Is there a situation in which you would interact with someone like that? Like, say, um, I don't know. Like, if, if you have uh, an experience, not with what you do now, because it's too, it's how you make your money now. But, like, an experience where someone, like, would talk to you like this. And so you would match them because it feels good to be condescending to people that are being condescending. Like, would you ever do that? Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Especially when I was younger. I really there was just no, no, there's no filter, really. We learned that as we went to therapy, (laughs) as we grew older, and we thought maybe we should rein that in. Um, Maybe we want friendships. Yeah, it's definitely I'm a bit of a mockingbird when it comes to that. And it's really fucking hard. I my mom's like, you know, Joey, you can control how you act. We can't control how we feel, but we control how we act. And I was like, I certainly don't know what that means. That sounds like a bunch of hocus pocus. I can't do either. No, that is wild. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'd be like, mm-hmm. Oh, do you? Yeah. Would you really? Have you really? A hundred percent. And so what would be the response? Would they recognize that they were being shitty? Yeah. And then would they shift Oh, it? no, no, no. They would recognize that I was being shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of, I'm, I'm certain that I'm imagining it at um, Nordstrom's for some reason, because my sister worked there for years and she would, she had these horror stories of clients who were clients, uh, customers who were shitheads, but. Uh, Can you tag her in so that we get a good story out oh of Oh my God. Or? Yeah. I'm okay. so sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the, the better, more attractive catcher sister here and <laughs> she'll do a great job. I can't remember. I'm certain it was like at I I was probably at Porter and Stouts. Sure. When you know, sure. and it was just like it was a, it was like a, a defense mechanism when I felt like I was being dumb and I didn't know the information that I was supposed to know. Yes. And they made me feel that way. You know. Yes. There's. It's a very. It's a very specific experience yeah. where it's like, no, you're already in a higher position because I am literally serving you. <laughs> How much more do you need this to be a thumb on my neck or foot on my neck or whatever? I just realized if, if you've never had Alana Johnston on your show, boy, does she have some fucking great stories. Can you connect us? Absolutely. Great. It would be my pleasure. Maybe should we tag her in right now? Yes. Let's get her on the phone. <laughs> yes. Okay. Johnson, ring her up. <laughs> ring, ring her. Ring her in. <laughs> Okay, well, can you think of anything else negative you want to talk about or we'll move on to the good stuff? Uh, yeah, we can move on to the we can move on to the good stuff. I'm trying to think if there's oh god, there's nothing there's really nothing too juicy. Well, we skipped or we went back to or we wow, Kate words. We we asked the weirdest thing you've been asked to be whilst on the clock and you said let's come back to it. So could yeah, you Yeah, I just don't have any I don't think I have anything good for that. 
that I can think of. I will say being asked to turn up the gain or the sound or the whatever while some dude finger bangs a piece of ham on stage <laughs> is pretty specifically weird. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching. <laughs> like, I feel like you answered it. Oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. One time um, I have a I have a story where I fucked up. Sure. Tell me that. I was doing a record so the an, an agency that i worked for was doing a record with glenn close at her uh like she had an apartment i don't know if she still does by washington square park like really Damn. close to washington square park probably million dollar apartment i mean certainly they were like joanna can you do this this is really important you know normally you don't do like a portable record but can you help us with this and i was like absolutely yeah. are you kidding me let me write i know now. i know all out. there is to know about <laughs> everything i've done that too certainly <laughs> the answer is yes <laughs> God, the confidence there's just no no shortage of it um anyway so i got all my shit together and i had like checked everything at home to make sure it worked and all the shit and i was just like play cool glenn close is gonna open the door you're just gonna go it was me and then one of the producers who i was friends with who was there asking her questions and stuff so it's me and this kid rob and um, we knock on her door and she o- she opens the door and she's got her, here's her like uh, reading glasses on the top of her head. She's like, hey, come in, come in. You know, who knows? Glenn Close is in the middle of whatever the fuck Glenn Close does. She's busy. We're just kind of intruding on her day. She doesn't make us feel like that. But like That's clearly, clearly like we're one of like a billion things. Her husband's sitting over at the little table with the, the bay window and he's got his, it's a whole cute thing. So I set up over by the couch. I set up the mic. Um, I've got my little like, so the mic goes into the interface, interface goes into the computer, right? Great. Okay. And then we're ready to go. And I see the level. I'm like, great level. I see it. You know what I mean? And she does like, I don't know, four or five great takes of this thing. And we're wrapping up and I listen back to it and I realize that I've been recording her with the, like the, um, mic from my computer, like the shitty, it basically sounds like a voice memo versus the mic and her time is so valuable you understand i was like glenn do you think that you could give us just one more just for safety and let me tell you what there were no other options because that one more was the only one we had and i certainly never told anyone agency that and they were like oh this is a great take and i was like isn't it it's perfect (laughs) it's the best one and i you know what let's not even look at the other ones (laughs) that's for sure yeah, it turned out fine, but it was, I felt, I was sweating, and I thought I was going to die, and it was terrible. It was like... But imagine if you hadn't discovered it in the moment. Like, yeah. imagine if you just took those takes to the agency, and they were like, yeah. what happened? Oh, my God. Uh, there's a lot of, there are a lot of instances like that where my general confidence and lack of um, experience, I fucked Saved up so, no, I fucked up so many things. Oh. Like, so many things. Like, I had an internship... At a video post house, they had an audio room and they're like, Joanna, you go to NYU. Do you want to kind of get in there and, you know, help us with this? Like, we need a certain kind of mix. It's a mix where it's called an M&E mix. It's music and effects only. And you go through this whole movie and you remove all the dialogue and you fill in the spaces with ambient sound. And I was like, not a problem, whatever. And that part was fine. That part was fine. And they were like, yeah, so just lay it back to tape. And I was like, yeah, I'll just lay it on back. To on, that, on that tape. What tape or do you have a tape or? <laughs> what does tape mean? I had no fucking clue what I was doing. <laughs> there was no time code on the... T- everything was fucked. I fucked up the entire thing so much so that two years later, when I was working and I had learned things, I was working in a machine room at that point, like surrounded by, you know, tape decks and crap. I got a call from that place and they were like, hey, so we're going through um, <laughs> the tapes and there's actually nothing on here. And we were just wondering if you knew. And I was like, that's weird. That's odd. 
that is odd 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 anyway so i had to like go back <laughs> that is odd 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 in the middle of the work day and like <laughs> like for like a week and and redo it yeah yeah i've i <laughs> fucked it up very badly oh, wee, wee. when it gets in that register mm-hmm. you're like i have i mm-hmm. have destroyed my life yeah this is bad yeah i'm like sweating just thinking about how much i was sweating then there's a I lot of sweat. my heart started racing i was yeah. like oh no i can't imagine oh my god oh god yeah. okay Sometimes confidence is helpful. But sometimes you just like walk directly into a brick wall, which I've done more than once. That's why you're doing entertainment. <laughs> That's a, that right there. I have watched so many people on set where I'm like, oh, they don't have that answer. Yeah. And they just said, absolutely. Yes. No problem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then they figure it out. That's oh, wait. The customer is sorry. The point of the blockbuster thing about me saying rendezvous. This is from last week. Oh, is my that God. They returned. I was like, you can't. You've got a late fee on Rendezvous in Paris. Oh. And they go rendezvous in paris is that what you meant and Ew. i was like yes and i'm sure i said something like oh I, I was my mind where did it it was the first time i'd ever seen it written you know what i mean yeah you don't know it's french i remember that feeling to this day it oh. was i was so humiliated especially because like everyone in like so was like so educated and so like whatever and um yeah anyway I'm so glad you remember that because I totally forgot to go back to that. Uh, well, folks, if you listened last week, you understand what that was a reference to. Yeah, you know and if you didn't, shame on you. Yep. Egg on your face. Okay. Well, yeah. now we're going to move on to the good stuff. Holy we shit. We hope you saved room for dessert. <laughs> You're laughing like that's the first time you've heard that. But as a longstanding fan of the podcast, there's no way that's the first time you've just heard that. Absolutely phrase. not. But I laugh like that every time. That's nice. And you'd never know that. You wouldn't. What was the nicest thing a customer has done for you whilst you were working? Oh, man. Uh, When I was a music teacher, when I was a music teacher teaching young, impressionable children. The future. Pre-kindergarten through fifth grade. Babies. Yeah. Uh, At this particular private school, you had to put on six live shows a year. You had your grandparents' day. You had your Christmas show. You had your Easter show. You had like... Six is too many. And but the raddest part, though, which now sounds like an insanely daunting task. But at the time, I was like, cool, is um, you could you could do like a pre-existing show or you could do your own. You could write your own. And so That's for. Cool. Yeah, it was great. So it was like the fir- like first and second did there anyway. So it was like me and then these like bunch of little kids would kind of like collaborate and like write these shows together. And then, you know, um. Anyway, they're, after basically after every single show, the parents were so over the moon, nice and amazing and like would like bring me gifts and shit. Like it was such a nurturing, warm, lovely environment. It was very special. It's still I think my that actually I think was my favorite job to this day. Yeah, yeah. it's the one that I think about the most. But yeah, they were really a good group. So they would bring you gifts because they were so stoked about what you got out of their kids. Kind of. That's really sweet. Yeah, it was really, I mean, the kids did really most of the work, which I didn't tell the parents, but. We yeah, know, but did. you had to help them write. A kid yeah, doesn't want to write yeah, a show. Yeah, no, we, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's really sweet. So they would bring, what's the, can you think of a gift you got during that? I must have got like thousands of dollars in Starbucks gift cards. No joke. Joking? <laughs> no, was, which was great for me because they were selling food there and I was like real low real on poor. change. Yeah. Shockingly, as a private school music teacher, which what? is going to blow your mind. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Okay. Mm. Can you think of your favorite customer or a favorite customer interaction that you had where you were like, oh, this, this person just really sticks in my mind. I think that there were, does it have to be a customer interaction? Well, it could be like a, a client, just something positive of like, 
that you were like, oh, this sticks out to me? I mean, honestly, that I think Annie Wright as a school, that's the place that I taught. Yeah. Um, they just like, they treated me for some reason. I think they, I mean, they must have done this to other teachers, but it was as if I was, it was like they were graced with my presence. That's how Aww. they made me feel, you know? That's lovely. They like, uh, they wanted me to teach music in this certain way. <laughs> Sounds like they sent me to a fucking cult. But they financed these classes that I took over the summer and made sure I had everything I needed. And, you know, but there was also when I was working at G.I. Joe's, we would were always calling other G.I. Joe's in different locations. So we became friends with like, hey, this is Jorah in athletics. And like, I didn't know who the fuck Jorah was. But like, after a while, I was like, Jorah, what's up, my boy? How you doing? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then one time I just took a little joyride over to his store and I was like, hey, Jorah. And he was like. Oh, hey. And I was like, all right, Jorah. Well, I guess we're not going to have we're the not slow, <laughs> slow-mo embrace that I thought we were going to because I wanted to be friends with you. But but I guess um, not. Yeah. I mean, that was cool. Did you ever have people like that when you were bringing like for the band experiences when you were a modulator, were there, was there ever a band you got to see that you were like, holy shit, I have immediately died because I got to see the acoustic set of fill in the blank. <laughs> the bands that were happening at that point were like MXPX and like Travis and Deftones. Those were a lot of spins on the radio station. Oh, okay. Um, there was not that those experiences came later in life for me, uh. but it was nothing, nothing specific at the time. But like, I think just, being in a radio station and seeing kind of like how it worked in the flow and like that people, the people who worked there were just like assholes like any other people. You yeah. know what I mean? Not yeah. assholes, but like just, yeah, yeah. you know, just regular just people or whatever. Regular people, yeah. In the, in the more, there was this kid, Harms, who I think is still on, I don't know if he's, I don't know what he's doing, but he's definitely like a DJ somewhere or like a, a personality somewhere. But he started at, he started as a modulator as well and then like kept turning in demo tapes and just like worked his way up Bless him. until he was doing like the midnight show and then he went and then he was doing the morning show and then he like got onto a syndicated thing, whatever. It's really cool. Um, but he was just such a Seattle kid that you could like see him skating down like park toward or, you know, whatever road it was. You could like look out the building and like see him skateboarding down and then he'd like come in all sweaty and then just like roll into the DJ booth and just I was like, fuck, that is so rad. That is very cool. I wanted to do it. I yeah. want. I was like, I want that. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Okay. Can you think of the best tip you ever got whilst you were working? You didn't. The tipped positions you had feel like they weren't extremely lucrative. But was there ever a customer who was like, "Hey, here's like a here's fifty bucks, or here's like a hundred bucks, or whatever"? <laughs> it was my dad. Oh, <laughs> you have the best parents. Like you know, anytime my dad would come in, he would leave an exorbitant tip on Bless like him. a fucking twenty dollar bill or something yeah it was a chart <laughs> i have absolutely lucked out like lottery win style with my parents for sure i know that but he would uh he would always do that oh my god what is the best time you've ever had at work i think like rolling around doing doing street team stuff with the radio yeah. station i figured was definitely a good time but also like i mean <laughs> Doing those shows with those with the little nubs was just the best. So fucking cute and great. The thing that was also great about that school is that the high school kids where the music where the uh, music room was was downstairs by like I think there was some like biology classes and, and stuff. So like some of the high school kids would cruise by and they had little siblings who were in, you know, who were in class with me. So they would like I would get to know them and they would pop in and then it like from time to time they would just like come in and hang out and like kind of like chat with me about what was going on in their life and like problems and this or that. And That's also neat. like actually 
at that school was the first time that I learned about what a GSA was. Do you know what that is? No. It's a gay straight alliance. So they're like, basically, they're groups on campus or on school where like, you know, queer kids and allies alike will go and, you know, talk about shit. I love that a lot. Yeah, it's cool. My high school definitely didn't have one. Or if it did, it was Mine was kicking all the gays out. It was really good and something to be proud of. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I was out like by the time I was teaching there and um, there were a couple kids. There was uh, there was a kid who emailed me. And asked me to be like the faculty, whatever. Did you start sobbing? I would have started sobbing. I start. I first. I got really uncomfortable because I felt like it felt. I was so close in age to them. I was oh, like, oh, that you're like I'm a peer. Kind of. I was like, uh, I was like 21 or 22. Oh yeah. And yeah. they were 18, and I was like, this feels wrong. Yeah. In some way, like I don't which, know more than you do. Which it, yeah, right. And which it, it wouldn't have been, but I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. That's and also, I was just like, whoa, we're talking about gay stuff. Are we just talking about gay stuff now? I guess. Because I knew, I knew, I knew. Wow. Help. Help. Totally. And yeah. honestly, they had so much more. I'm sure those kids had so much more experience than I did By at that, that time. time. Yeah. You know. Sure. Sure. Um. But yeah, the whole anti-right experience was lovely a 10 out of 10 recommend fuck there's other cool shit uh that i i can't remember right now but okay. basically all the stuff that all the all the jobs that i had where i was working with kids skyhawks and that was those were my favorites okay what's the best lesson you've personally learned from working in customer service oh <laughs> uh I like that you're acting surprised like you didn't know that question was coming. <laughs> well, I'm just like uh, right now, like all of the all, all of the training videos are going through my head where it's just like, if you think that someone's stealing, go over and provide them the very best customer service you possibly can. You know, oh, have you I heard that? No, thing, right? really? No. It was always a thing where like if someone's like shifty or whatever, you just be like, hey, is there anything I can help you with or anything I can help you find anything specifically? I feel like you might like this, you know, or whatever. And oh, so you just start laying it on. You just lay it on because so that they're not tempted to. They're not tempted and they they can do nothing but pay attention to you. That's and then they good... then you know or they know that you that are you know. looking at them. And then That's, they'll leave. It, shout out to former I keep doing this with you, but shout out to former guest Ithmar Enriquez who taught me. I didn't know this because I've never done retail. He said that technically speaking, you could see someone like shove a bunch of jeans down their shirt or whatever until they cross the threshold outside. Right. They haven't actually stolen. So you can't do anything. But I was like, what were you about to like chase somebody down Fifth Avenue and be like, <laughs> there's jeans in your shirt? Yeah. Like, you're not paid enough. Absolutely not. But as servers, we are always expected, like, there's so many restaurants I've worked for that if someone did a dine and dash we had to pay their bill so like i'm sure yeah i know what i know so many people don't know this because that you didn't do restaurants at weird times or whatever oh Oh, yeah no so that's why with retail i'm like y'all didn't have to chase them i have chased some folks (laughs) to be like you ain't pay your bill oh my god yeah i'm not buying you dinner i'm just remembering when there's a bar in uh new york called the swift uh on fourth street and i don't know if it's still there but when i first got to new york i guess like i guess i forgot to tip or like i tipped on i don't know what i did i messed up somehow uh-huh. uh and the server was like hey 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 and like called me back i was with some friends were you had you left you were off the property no i was I, I was just like sitting at a table over there and uh she was like i don't know if you're new here or whatever but the way that it works is you tip 20 percent on a bill 
So why don't you come on back and do that now? And I was like, I am deceased. Let me just fucking crawl into my own skin and die. It Tell was, me you didn't go tip that I behavior. Did. Yeah, of course I did. <gasps> Joanna. Of course. I, dude, oh. I was, again, I was 24. I, like, what do I know? And also you've been publicly humiliated. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking, that's, that's next level. There were people at the comedy club where I used to work with, uh, worked at, they would chase people if they didn't get tipped. Holy chase. shit. And I'm like, how do you... How, Whatever, God bless. Uh, yeah, this is the what? positive section. If you can, if, if you, you can, can, if you got the chutzpah, it, do it. Yeah. What is one piece of advice you would give to customers who interact with customer service workers? Oh, I'd say you have no idea, and this is also for just anyone. Like you have no idea what the fuck's going on in anyone's life. That's right. So uh, let's just everyone take her down a notch. Just a scotch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's gonna die mm-hmm. unless you're a doctor. <laughs> yeah, and um, just you know, assume that like. Maybe there's there's other things at play than just what's right in front of you, you know? Hello. What's the best way to pivot with someone? I know you mentioned before you have the tactic of like, hey, we're going to, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more if you're coming at me hot. Yeah. But what's the like, other than that, do you really try with people or you're just like, you know what, they're having a bad day, I'm going to leave them alone. Like what's the, what's the move you would recommend to people? If a customer's being, being if, rough. Or, if a customer is or if the um, employee is being that I way. mean, I just say, get in, get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, call it. Just be like, you know, if someone's being a dick, just be like, okay, totally. You know, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. You know, let's yeah. just like end it for everyone. Yeah. There's probably going to be better that way. Yeah. You know, this is, this is actually awful. Yeah. For yeah totally. Well, is there anything else you wish people knew when they were inter- interacting or when they are in a customer service setting? Is there anything else you wish you could say that you're like, all my years? I always wanted to say. Yeah. And all my years at at Blockbuster. Yeah. I think just like be just just be kind. Just like be a person. You know, Mm -hmm. there's they're not just they're not like your servants, you know, turns out just like be a person and uh, just know that like not everyone is (laughs) not everyone's in the same situation as you. There's a lot of there's just I always feel like, you know, it's so easy to forget that sometimes. But there's so much going on that you don't know about uh, that could make a person act a certain way or make them depressed or maybe they're struggling with fucking maybe they're bipolar or maybe they're suffering from that and they're trying to fucking hold down a job who knows you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah i think like i just i'm just thinking back to when i was younger and i didn't know any about and also about myself like i'm sure. super adhd and like just like divergent to the you know what i mean to the core yeah and had I also like even with my family like I didn't know I didn't have tools to to control like how I was feel like if I was sad everybody knew about it you know mm-hmm. yeah and it took me a long time to kind of like get that under wraps and I'm you know I'm feel fortunate that I did but I mean who just who fucking knows what's going on in people's lives I guess that's yeah. the takeaway I'm with that yeah well, Joanna, this was rough. Terrible. But we did it. it so did, It uh, did not go well. It didn't. Yeah. Uh, two weeks in a row. Having a hard time. <laughs> um, how can people get in touch with you? Like, what are the what are the socials for the, the shows that you do? And yeah. what's yeah. your website? Tell, tell uh, the folks. The podcast is called Come Out, Come Out that I host with comedian Mo Welch. Mo. Mo Welch. It's come out underscore come out um, on Instagram. And then the the monthly show that I host with Nico Turner is hot goss comedy hot goss comedy la is the handle there and you know get your tickets give it give it a follow give it a whirl yeah yeah tell them you found out about it from service from hell yeah so that my ego gets 
stroke. Let's stroke. hear it. Let's hear it for Kate Gaffney, everybody. Let's, let's let's do that. Honestly, great great job hosting. Thank great you. job prepping. Appreciate you. You're moving it along. Tried to. You're keeping my interest, which Thank is you. shocking Thank for you. many reasons. <laughs> Particularly, I do not enjoy talking to you. So that's the number one. This is what I have to deal with, yeah. folks. Yeah. This is why Joanna got on the podcast. Yep. Just bullying, relentless bullying. <laughs> that's your whole brand. I just felt like um, you were knocking at my door for a long time. Oh begging will you please just begging will you please yeah, yeah i didn't have to follow you around with a calendar being like please just let me write this down please just give me a date um okay well your show is once a month the live show is once a month right yep okay yep. last thursday wednesday last wednesday of the month wednesday the, of podcast, the, month. Uh, the podcast that's wow. good well, these are words the, po- the podcast is it. weekly and new oh, episodes wait. drop tuesday oh, weekly on the tuesdays yeah sound like my mama yep. well folks we survived and we're going to drop your checks now. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out here at Service from Hell, guess what? You can subscribe. You can rate. You can review. You can do all of that at the shows, w- w- wherever you're listening. What's happening? Uh, but you're listening on Sirius XM. So you can't do that there, but you are listening. And we do appreciate it. And if you're a long haul trickle, wow. If you're a long haul trucker, God bless. I don't know how you're doing it. It will help us reach more people that need to be schooled on the art of being kind. It won't be catharsis for those of us still working in the industry. If you want to get in touch with us here directly at Service from Hell, send Joanna all of your emails and tell her how much you hated this episode at joanna.joanna at gmail.com or send us your receipts to servicefromhellpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, guess what, y'all? If you can't afford to tip, you don't get to go out. So don't be garbage and be good to people because it's easier that way. You betcha. Joanna, this was a delight. Thank Even you though so I said it wasn't. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate Thank you for being here. <clears throat> I appreciate your time. Well, I don't appreciate yours, but we did it. And uh, that was a genuine moment. You couldn't even take it, could couldn't. you? I couldn't. Hey, you're really good at your job. Thanks. You are too. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to start crying. Look directly at me. <laughs> I can't. Uh, okay, now everyone's throwing up, and we've lost all the listeners, and that's a wrap. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for listening. Good night. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Do you know that that's now the outro for every episode? I'm going to just <laughs> clip that bit out and play it. I'm not even joking. Get ready to hear that more, everybody. The nicest thing a customer has done for them. Mm-hmm. Most people are like, oh, I can't even think or mm-hmm. it takes them forever or the bodily fluids one. And that it, but if you don't have it, the answer is just, well, none. But we've had some stories. That's why I'm keeping it. Also, I, that oh, question was born out of getting barfed on. I got barfed on at the store and I was like, I, this question has to go in. Oh because, my God. Was that mm-hmm. your, was that the straw for you? no the straw for me was covid i mean i almost yeah. this girl like tried to push me down the stairs girls threatened me i had to have people separate like it was it was a what wait if i told you the stories you would think i was lying